Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip podcast. With me today is Liz Wilcox, a self-taught email strategist and keynote speaker with a strong focus on showing small businesses how to build online relationships with their audience. Liz encourages her clients to package their magic. So what's her secret? Using a personal anecdote to connect with your target market. When you add that personal element, you create an instant relationship with others. As the self-proclaimed pop princess of email marketing, Liz shows her clients how to create emails that will convert their audience into customers. First of all, I got to tell you, that has got to be the freshest title I have heard yet. So Liz, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. I feel like I finally made it, y'all. I made it on the one big tip. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. So I love this backstory about how you self-taught yourself into this, right? So this, I don't want to, you know, guess, you know, like, like how you did it, but can you just tell us a little bit about your background, how you stumbled into this and why, why do you love it so much? What makes you so awesome? Yeah. So thanks for asking. Um, So unlike a lot of other marketers out there that start off at maybe like an agency or working for, you know, a bigger, um, you know, brand, I actually started off as a teeny tiny RV travel blogger. So I had bought an RV to live in because I'm cheap and I hate cleaning. And then I started Googling how to take care of the RV and I saw all these RV bloggers. And then, you know, of course, one thing led to another. I started seeing that people can make money online. And I said, oh, mama didn't raise no fool. I'm going to do that. I had, I think I had a one-year-old at the time. I really didn't want to go back into teaching. And so this seemed like a great thing. I already knew I was good at writing. And so I got to work and, you know, I, I listened to podcasts like this, went to webinars and everybody and their mother said, oh, if I could if I could turn back time, um, I wish I would have taken my email list more seriously. So I'm nothing if not an efficient chick. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start building my list from day one on Facebook, my blog day one and start building my email list. And from there, you know, I started creating products for that email list. Cause everyone said, Oh, the best way to make money long-term and I'm in this for the long run, uh, is to build your own products. So I'm saying, I'm going to tell you this story as inspiration for, you know, as you listen, whatever your idea is, it was better than mine. So my first idea was if you know anything about camping and RV, 
um, RVs themselves, they have something called the black tank, which is where your sewage goes. So I created an ebook called Tales from the Black Tank, a collection of hilariously crappy RV stories. Um, I had about 300 people on my email list at the time. And within 90 days, I had made over $7,000 from this e little ebook about, you know, RV crap stories. And it got picked up by an international sponsor. And the rest is kind of history. I really kind of caught the email bug from there because most of those sales that were generated were from the email list and then word of mouth. And after that, you know, I just started creating more and more products, started building my list. And it wasn't until I created my first digital course, like a big old course, I had 141 people on the wait list. And by the, I did a typical Monday through Friday, open, close cart, you know, and I made 141 sales. So a hundred percent conversion rate. Word got around about that uh, in the RV space, then started talking, you know, it started branching out to copywriters and other people. And everyone was asking me, Liz, what the heck? How did you do that? And I thought, well, they're on the wait list. Shouldn't they buy? And they said, well, not exactly. So that's when I knew I needed to sell that blog and go all in on email. And that's what I did. Amazing. So you got your start in a super niche category, which actually is pretty huge, right? You know, here in the U.S., a lot of people, you know, even if you're not in that community or it's not even on your radar to get an RV, like there are a lot of people who will look that stuff up, who will read about it and want to learn more, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. I loved starting off in the B2C niche because you know, I really got to know when people say, oh, get to know your audience, get to know your audience. I really had to get to know these people. You know, my my uh, ideal avatar was a man in his 60s. If you can't tell just by hearing me, I'm not a man in my 60s. And so I really had to dig in there, you know, write emails that connected, figure out a way to connect with these people. And that's how I was able to get such uh, great conversions. And then how I'm able to reach a much wider audience with my email marketing because I'm I didn't start off, you know, B to B to B to B to B kind of agency, right? Awesome. So what made you do the jump then to start working with businesses as opposed to as opposed to selling to consumers? So for me, it was I knew I I did not want to be the RV poop lady my whole life. <laughs> so it was it was probably around the time I started getting recognized at campgrounds like, oh, you're the lady that wrote the book about black tanks and, you know, people making jokes. I actually have a master's degree in leadership. And so it really started. I, I thought, wow, you know, I'm actually kind of smart, you know. It didn't just sell because it was funny. Uh, you know, I had a strategy behind it. And I actually, I went to a conference and there were a lot of copywriters there and other uh, B2B folks. And they said, oh, well, who's your copywriter? That's incredible. And I said, oh, I've written every word. And uh, they said, oh, well, what course have you taken? I said, oh, I've never taken a course before. I, I'm broke. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have any money. I live in an RV, lady. Uh, I don't even pay for electricity half the time. Okay. I'm not buying a course. And that's when, that's when I knew I had something special and that I could help people like me that, you know, I joked about being broke, but I really did grow up very poor. Um, before Jeff and I hit the record button, you know, we were just talking about, you know, I was born in Detroit just in April of 2020. I got my mom off eight mile shout out to Eminem. <laughs> um, you know, I, and when I realized that 
I could help people in that way that were like me, that felt like, now I'm getting passionate. <laughs> Jeff, you got me all passionate over here. When I realized I could truly help people, that I could get them the results that I was getting, that I, you know, I was moving past. I didn't even know that one to 3% was like an average conversion rate. I was just going for it. And I think that's what helped me develop different strategies. Um, and that's what helped me say like, okay, I need, I need to help other people. Uh, my definition of success has always been to be an example of what's possible. And that's when I knew I needed to move into something more serious than RV. <laughs> you know, what, you know what I love about that story is you didn't necessarily lead with, you know, I just wrote this BS blog and then, you know, and lo and behold, people were throwing money at me. Right. You know, it's like, it, you know, you did good throw in there. Like, you know, there was a strategy, there was a, you know, there was a little bit more under the hood that was going on. And that's what I think a lot of people, you know, like, you know, kind of miss, you know, they sort of chase that, oh, look at Gary Vee, oh, look at Liz Wilcox, you know, look how successful it is. And you don't see necessarily the five, 10, 15 years that they worked behind that, you know, in order to get the, in order to be that one day success that they are today. Right. Yeah. 100%. You know, I Googled my little fingers off and when I started my business, I didn't even have internet. I mean, if you've ever been to a campground, you can imagine what kind of Wi-Fi I was getting. <laughs> uh, so I had to go to libraries, shout out to the Lowe's uh, home improvement store parking lot. They have great Wi-Fi there. <laughs> and, but I always knew I was in it for the long game. So I had to figure it out. I always thought, you know, you watch Shark Tank or things like that. And, you know, you see these people and they, to Jeff's point, oh, they seem so big, but they've been in it 20, 30, 40 years. And so just recognizing like, you know, I can get a little strategy here. I can listen to Jeff's podcast, you know, take action on Liz's tip today, but I'm in this for the long haul. That's when you're, you know, you're going to see more and more success over time. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Let's, Let's talk a little bit about some of the key points that you show people and that you do for your clients, you know, when writing emails, right? Because, you know, uh, there are a lot of schools, schools of thought, I should say, you know, on how people are like, oh, you got to write, uh, you know, the Seinfeld, uh, the Seinfeld sequence or the, you know, or there's the bring them back sequence. And there are all these different, uh, and she wears her Seinfeld hat. I love it. I, I just, if you're just listening to the podcast, I just turned my hat around and I'm wearing a Seinfeld hat. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, what's really interesting about all that is, uh, you know, they work, but you know, they do take a certain degree of care of creativity and some of them may lead you down, you know, a path that may not be the right fit specifically for your clients. Right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, you know, some of the things that you see companies do you know, within, within their email marketing, like what gets under your skin and like, what do you teach them that helps them move forward and really move the needle on their marketing? Yeah, I think Jeff just hit it right on the head. It's creativity, all those sequences that you can buy templates, you know, heck I've got, you know, I've got a membership where you can buy stuff for me too, but it still takes that creativity. It still takes you, right? And so I just, you know, I I make a lot of money fixing people's templates, right? Um, where I, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I always say instead of, you know, oh, I'm going to buy this template or, you know, I'm going to take this, you know, workshop and I'm going to follow it to a T. 
I always say that with email and with any marketing, really, you've just got to lead with three things. Number one, your personality. Obviously, Liz Wilcox has a lot. You don't have to have a Liz Wilcox personality or Jeff or whoever else you're looking at to have a personality. I know you have it, right? And then your vision. Where are you going with your clients, right? Your perspectives, whatever you call them, right? Um, you know, they need to know this isn't, you know, that movie Forrest Gump where he's running in like, you know, Utah or something and he turns around and there's all these people following him. And he's like, well, I think I'll go home now. And no one's mad. Like they all look a little confused, but they're not mad. That is not real life. You have to tell people where they are going with you. They're not going to blindly follow you around. You're not Forrest Gump. Uh, Who's the director of that? Steven Spielberg is not behind this. You have to tell people right off the bat where they're going with you. Share that vision. So we've got personality and vision. And the last thing is your values. Like we're just living in a market nowadays where people want to know there are people behind the company. And companies, even very large companies that aren't showing their values, aren't showing the humanity behind the scenes are failing, right? They're, they're losing uh, subscribers, customers, hand over fist to the little guy who has the advantage I feel right now of saying like, Hey, I'm Liz Wilcox and dang it. I grew up poor and I'm <laughs> these rich people. I'm telling you, let's get on in, in this email. Right. And so sharing that a little bit of your personality, sharing the vision of where you you want your people to go and sharing your values, what you stand for, um, is really going to attract to Jeff's point earlier about the getting the right people uh, to follow you and to buy from you. Uh, I think that's the key. So when you're analyzing, you know, like these email sequences from other companies or you're drafting them on your own, you know, one thing I got to tell you is that I get a tremendous deluge of emails every day, right? And they're Amen. all sort of vying, all sort of vying for my attention. Right. And so, you know, at some point, A, I just start to recognize the names. This is important. This is important. This is important. And then, you know, like some people I do light up to and other people I would like maybe won't delete right away. You know, it's almost like this, this, uh, this unannounced classification that goes on in my head when I'm managing my inbox every day. Right. How yeah. do you help companies sort of float up to the top? Like, uh, because there has to be that attention getter you know, within the first, you know, one to three seconds of me going through my box. I mean, is it the all important subject line or is it the first two, three sentences of the email? Like what's more? No, it's Jeff, you, you already gave the answer. Sorry to interrupt. You said, I see certain people's names and I open them or I save them for later. So you have to become that person in the inbox where, oh, I know who Jeff is. I know that's important and I know I need to open it, whether I open it now or later, hopefully now, uh, but later is, you know, it's getting there. Um, so Jeff said the answer right in there. It's not your subject line. It's not, you know, the preview text. I've never used preview text and I've sent over a million emails just for myself. I know I just let that auto. What I'm trying to do is get people to know like and trust Liz Wilcox. So it doesn't matter if I even forget the subject line, they're going to open up. You want to be um, you want to be very familiar, but not predictable. It's the same. Um, the way that Jeff was describing how he acts in his inbox is the same way you act in your mailbox. When you go out to your mailbox, 
you pick up, let's say you got three pieces of mail. Oh gosh, that's a, you know, that's the coupon book that I'm always getting garbage. Uh, you know, that's the bill I don't need to open till the 12th. Oh my gosh, something from Jeff. What the heck is this? I'm going to open it right away. You act the exact same in your inbox. So it's really important to become that person that they just see your name and they open. That's the most important thing. Why do you think though, that the personal update is the linchpin that, that, uh, that ties this all together? You know, even if it's related or semi-related to the topic that you want to talk about in that particular email, why the personal update? Yeah. So uh, my one big tip is to stop trying to tell so many stories in your emails and just give a personal update. A personal update, what I mean by that is just two to three sentences of humanity, like what you did since the last time you emailed. So if you emailed a week ago, something that happened. And for me, it's just enough um, in this busy world to skim and the person will see that you are a person. They get to know you. If you've got a dog, uh, you know, and you say, oh, I just got done walking Sparky. I can't think of a better name, <laughs> walking Sparky, but I wanted, you know, I wanted to hurry home and, you know, share the latest uh, podcast episode. It's about da, 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 da. I just wrote your newsletter that took 10 seconds. Suddenly, you know, I have a dog. Uh, and number two, I said, I wanted to rush home and write you. That shows I'm invested in you. So dot, dot, dot. When I ask you to invest in me, whether it's hit reply, click this link or buy, you know, it's a mutual thing. I'm investing in you. You're investing in me. It's not this like, oh, why is he always selling to me? So the personal update um, to Jeff's question, it's just enough to make that personal connection. It's just enough to share personality, visions and values. You know, you don't have to share each one every time, but it's also skimmable. So the busy person can say, okay, you know, in their, in the back of their head somewhere, okay, you know, Jeff just took his dog for a walk. Oh, here's what's in it for me. The new podcast episode, very skimmable in email. People are looking for something for them. Their brains are actively searching very different from social media where you're just mindlessly scrolling. Right. And so to give them a very quick win, a very quick personal connection is important. Sure. Story stories definitely connect. I, you know, Jeff, set me up to tell a story at the very first, you know, top of the hour here. Um, but when we're in our email, if we're seeing everyone do that, then we're going to tune, tune out everyone. So when you're showing people how to do this, right. One of the things I battle with is being an introvert. Surprise, surprise, right. Guy with the podcast. And you know, like one of the things, you know, like, especially over COVID, like there, there are times I will sit in this room for hours, if not days, Right. And what to me would probably be a, what do you call it? A, you know, an unremarkable life, let's just say. And I know I'm slagging on myself a little bit, but you know, I'm trying to help out, you know, other introverts that will be like, oh, yeah. geez, like, what am, like, what am I going to share that could be remotely interesting to anybody else that's out there? Yeah. Right? How do you help people tease that out in order to use that, yeah. you, you know, for something to lead to that vision forward? So I want to reframe the word that Jeff used. He said, oh, nothing really interesting there. It's not about being interesting. It's about being relatable, right? So you have to just share in a relatable way. And exactly what Jeff just said is what I would put into the personal update. Well, you know, it's COVID and I've been sitting here for 48 hours. Nothing really much has happened except I recorded a new podcast episode. Here it is. 
bye. That's the entire newsletter. That is so relatable. Even if you're an extrovert, I'm thinking maybe Dolly Parton, you know, Dolly Parton can relate to that. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's not about being interesting. It's about being relatable because relatability is interesting to the right people. You can be an introvert. I'm not when I say things like, you know, showing off your values, that doesn't mean you have to spew your politics and, you know, share like, you know, share every opinion you, you have on current events. It's about just sharing that values and maybe even just saying I'm an introvert, you know, that's sharing that you value your alone time, right? That's going to connect with the right people. Uh, there are lots of email marketers out there. There are certain people that get on my list and get right the heck out because they're like whoa lady you know if you like i've got in sync in the background here if you like backstreet boys and i mentioned justin timberlake one too many times you're out of there right it's just about being relatable um first trying to be very interesting i love it what a great tip thank you so much for sharing that liz can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about you how they can get into your world and how they can reach out to you directly yeah, thanks for asking, Jeff. Wow, so flattered. <laughs> yeah, so of course, I'm an email marketer. I would love for you to get on my list. You can go directly to LizWilcox.com. In the top right-hand corner, you're going to see a hot pink button. You can't miss it. It's uh, It says free email swipes. You can get in there. You can get a welcome sequence. It's four parts. It leads you through that personality vision values, and it's going to show you an example of how I did that in four parts. You can take it, make it your home, make it your own. It's a swipe file. I want you to steal it. I don't want you to have to think too hard when you're first starting. You're also going to get three newsletter examples. So you can see the way that I write those personal updates. And these are from three different business types. So you can see different examples, different tones, different personalities. So you can see how it works. And if that's not enough, if you about fell out of your pants, when I said, it's not about the subject line, don't worry, you also get 52 subject lines. So you never have to even think from scratch when it comes to email. Amazing, amazing. So much value. Thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. And it's been absolutely wonderful having you on the show. Um, I love nerding out on this stuff. And I think that, you know, like if the right person, you know, listens to this and we, you know, we can inspire just one person, you know, to take action and to improve their email marketing we've done our job today. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeff. I can't wait to see what everybody does with their emails. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable one big tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. 
And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.